0: Welcome to Uncommonly More with Stacey Harris. I am Stacy. I'm the host of this show and the CEO of podcast production agency Uncommonly More. My team and I work with podcasters just like you to shift shows from frustrating time sucks to productive members of sales teams with professional strategic podcast production. You know what? I think that's enough. Let's get into the show and we'll talk more there. If you've ever wondered why... Everything about your show feels like it works, but you cannot say definitively that you are seeing clients convert in part because of your podcast. You need to listen to this episode. We're going to talk about the actual reason your show is not converting, and I'm going to prove to you that I can do this without hearing your show. I'm really stoked for today's conversation. We are going to be digging into the real reason why you're not getting sales from your podcast. And I, like I said, can do this without listening to a single episode of your show. It's honestly, it's incredible. It's it's a feat, really. Uh, It's not. I'm. I can do this, and I can say this confidently because this actually happened a couple months ago. I got a DM on TikTok. And somebody said to me, and I'm going to actually, I'm reading this DM. I got permission. We're withholding names. But this person sent me this DM. It said, direct quote, I am recorded out for months. I am booked for guest interviews through the rest of the year. And my downloads are increasing. But zero conversions to paid clients. Any suggestions? End quote. This was somebody who had had been following me on TikTok and sent me the DM. And I said, you know, without listening to your show, Generally, the issue is your calls to action. And I'd also look at the content itself, the strategy. Are they built to just sort of nurture and teach, or are they built to move a prospect to lead someone through a process to the things we talk about all the time on this show, which you know, identifying what their problem is, identifying that your solution, and deciding it's the right time for them to solve that problem. And I sold to them. If you would like, I can send you a couple of podcast episodes from my show that might help you diagnose this. And so I sent this person five podcasts. They said, yes, I sent them five episodes and I said, listen to these and send me your takeaways. Let me know your thoughts. And I think it was like two days later, they DM me and they said, I binged all of the episodes and you're exactly right. My calls to action aren't really there. Uh, I've been kind of vaguely mentioning next steps at the end of the show. And I loved that they were able to identify that and and see that so quickly. And I was able to see what it was without listening to the show because they're not alone. They're they're (laughs) not even in the minority. They're quite handily the everyone. Everyone runs into this at some point. It's really easy to get so focused on nurturing your audience and providing value that you forget to do the most important part of your job. And that's helping them make the decision, moving them into action. And let me be clear, this is not about tricking them. This is not about, you know, your most important job is not to move them into a yes It's not to move them into your offer. It's to move them to a point where they decide yes or no. But they have to decide. There has to be that action. They can't just sit there in limbo. And certainly each episode isn't going to take someone from not knowing me to being willing to pay me for whatever product or service in, you know, 27 minutes flat. No, we're taking them through the journey. The thing I like most about podcast content as a sales and marketing tool is that it helps me educate my potential client. And that education allows them to come into our work together and see better results. And I think that is true of very nearly every service provider on the planet. Now, does that mean I think that every service provider needs a podcast? Not at all. This could be done in any content medium. And it should be happening in any kind of content you're creating. Social, email, podcast, blog, video. I don't care. It has to be able to be working for you to move people through this process of starting to understand what their issue is and what is entailed in the solution. I think often as service providers, we end up with poor fit clients because we haven't done a good job of educating them about what's involved in seeing the result they want. We see this a lot in coaching and in, I think a lot about this in like the fitness wellness space, really any kind of coaching, all of these spaces where people want change and people want to see a shift. However, they also want to continue to execute from the same behaviors they're currently executing from. For a long time, that was one of the goals this, this podcast served. Um, When we, you know, I think back to when this was hit the mic marketing, which was several years ago now, but when I was running a membership site and I was teaching social media, I had to really do a lot of educating on the podcast about how I thought about it. How we approached, and I say we, it was just me at, the, at, at that stage, how I looked at social media and what I was willing to do and wasn't willing to do. And the kind of results I looked at, honestly, the metrics that I thought mattered. I have more than once ended up on sales calls with people who were like, okay, I want 10K in uh, 30 days, meaning I want 10,000 followers on Instagram in the next 30 days, 60 days. And I'd say, that's not a thing. Why do you want them? What are the goals? And and it would just be, oh, that's why I, I need that so I can have a bigger audience and blah, 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 blah. And then maybe I'll monetize. Uh, and I'd say, well, that's not what I do. And they'd go and they'd hire somebody who would get them that. And they do that by buying followers. They do that by creating little comment pods across their clients to sort of fake engagement. And then they'd come back to me a year later or two years later, and they'd have their accounts, and they'd have their 10,000 followers. And in some cases, they would have had their accounts and had their 10,000 followers, and Instagram would have realized that it was full of a bot audience and uh, locked the account. Yeah, had that happen once. Uh, a prospect came back to me. and Was like, "What am I supposed to do now? I I don't start a new Instagram account. Try again, and say I I can't sell. They won't. Why well, I can't I? Don't understand why they won't buy. I don't understand why I don't have engagement anymore. Well, it's because you fired the team that was faking your engagement. They're not still going to include you in their client comment pod. You don't pay them anymore. They won't buy because they're the people you were paying to give you this illusion that these that they were going to be that there was someone here listening, uh, when there's not. And so I had to make sure my podcast was doing a good job of not just filtering those, you know, people with those goals out, but also. Educating against those, educating about why we approach things the way we approach things. What partnership with our, me, I was going to say team, but with me look like. It was so important. And this is why I think podcasts are so valuable for service providers. And when I'm talking about service providers, I'm talking about like coaches, consultants. If you're executing done for you services, when you're selling An end result, when you're selling a solution, when you're selling something done, it's not just about educating them on how to do it. There's some value there, proof of the fact that I know what the heck I'm talking about. But larger than that, I have to give you the context to understand why I'm making decisions the context to be able to make decisions with me that are going to serve your goals. And so there's a certain amount of education is required because you don't spend all day in podcast land. Because I don't spend all day in project management land. Because I don't spend all day in strategic business growth land. I mean, I do spend a fair amount of time there, but you know what I'm saying? I, I don't have that expertise. And so I need you to educate me so that I can understand why you are the best solution. So that I can understand why your way is the right way for me in this instance. And that means walking them through strategic content that speaks to their problems. When we sat down with clients for our podcast strategy intensives, When we're sitting down with clients this month for their Q1 planning sessions, we're talking about what are we selling them? What do they need to know to make a decision on whether this is right for them? What do they need to know to be the best fit to get the best results for this offer? What do they need to know before they start working with us? Often we talk about that with clients who have uh, different levels of offers, right? They solve a specific solution, but one version of their offer really speaks to somebody who is a beginner, if newly in that space, And, and then maybe another offer speaks to somebody who has been doing whatever that thing is for a while. They're more advanced, intermediate maybe. And so there's these two offers. Well, how do we educate Okay, well, I'll just talk about what this thing is in general. And people who are interested in this thing, they'll listen and they'll convert because they'll they'll just go into whichever one. No, they never know what to buy because we're never speaking to the things they need to know before they buy. And so that's why we go quarter by quarter. We're selling this thing to the beginner group in Q1. Cool, let's talk to the beginner group. What does the beginner group need to know before they buy? That's also gonna be interesting because you're still talking about that same topic to your intermediate and your advanced group. And maybe they'll reestablish some foundations. Maybe they'll build trust because they'll see that you really know what you're talking about or that you think about the things the same way they do. And then when you, in Q2, go and start talking to your more intermediate group, they're like, oh yeah, this is what I needed to know before I jumped into this program. I'm all about it. And then in Q3, when you talk to your advanced group, Again, they go, yes, absolutely, this is it. I'm so excited. And then in Q4, you're just moving through your groups and speaking to what they need to know before they purchase. And then when you go to make these calls to action at the end of the episode, when you go to close it out with this like, and hey, if you want to take advantage of this, this is where you get the information, that call to action even as soft as it may feel, is now speaking to an action they're ready for. It's speaking to an action that they're expecting. It's giving them the next steps to the content they just consumed. Because if you're just teaching me all the time, if you're just speaking to, you know, I press A and I, I, I journal B and I have solved my problems, I'm thinking about executing that. I'm not thinking about Okay, so my next step is to really to really go in. And so you have to balance those episodes. You can't just be doing all of the educating. You have to also be putting in these sales assets. Not just marketing, not just here's who we are and what we do and we're so interesting. No, it's here's your next step. Here is an opportunity to say yes. So this two pieces of yes your calls to action but also your strategic content big picture are so, so important. As you look at your content for your next quarter, for your next six months, for your next 12 months, whatever cycle it is that you're looking at, even if it's just you're looking at content for the next month, I want you to be looking at where are my sales assets? This is what I do next. And this is exactly what we're doing with our production clients right now. We're sitting down and doing this this month for the next quarter so that as they go in and start getting episodes ready and they're recording content, we're building content that converts. We're building content that is built to move the listener through a process. And I would love to next quarter also be sitting down with you, also be supporting you with this. And so head over to uncommonlymore.com slash production. And we can have a chat about what doing this for your show would look like. Doing this with me. We can do it together. It'll be great. Uh, Again, uncommonlymore.com slash podcast production to do that. And I'll see you next week. See ya. If you made it to this point of the show and you still happen to be listening, which statistically is unlikely i want to say thank you for listening thanks for hanging out with me today and i want to hear from you so reach out on social or via email and let me know what actions you're going to take from today's episode because honestly that's why we produce the show that's why i record this show is why my team does all the work to release this show so that we can help you you can help make a difference in your show and consequently in your business If you haven't left a review for the show, head over to ratethispod.com slash more. It's an easy way to show some love to the show and also help us reach more podcasters who are looking for the same kind of support you were looking for. If you have any suggestions or ideas or thoughts you would like me to address on the show, be sure to reach out. Again, like I say a lot, this is the start of the conversation. And I can't wait to hear what you have to say.